Hello, Fresno Christian. I'm your host, Matthew Dacchino, here on behalf of The Feather Online, and I'm joined by my editor and sidekick, Chloe McDonald. Welcome to the third installment in the Fresno Christian Eelcast and the first episode of the 2024 semester. Our guest is someone who's a little newer on the block, but we're so glad to have him, Mr. Butler. Well, thanks for having me. This is a real honor to be a part of this podcast. Uh-huh. And Mr. Butler has only been here for one semester, but I think a lot of the students have taken a great liking to him, so... We at The Feather would like to give him his own space to talk about his life and how he came to know God. And uh, so, yeah, without further ado, we're going to start it off with a, a great question, uh, in our opinion. What inspired your, your journey to faith? Where did it all come from? Um, it was probably something that was uh, embedded in me as a child. So probably that growing up in a Christian home, I did until I was about seven years old. Um, then, like a lot of people, my parents got divorced, and there was a long period of time where I wasn't walking with Christ. Um, but there was always this uh, sense that I belonged to God. There was a familiarity. There was a conviction when I was doing for those years and years the things that weren't honoring to God. Uh, I was always convicted of the things that I was doing. So it really was um, this journey back to where I felt I had left all the way back when I was like five and six years old. Mm -hmm. So so it was just like um, you grew up and then you left and you just felt like you needed to go back to that, like to that um, understanding of life and stuff like that? Yeah. So two, there were two pivotal moments or events. Uh, one was 9-11 and my daughter was born in the year 2000. So I had my first kid and then 9-11 happened. And really those two things really brought to light exactly how precious and fragile life can be. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was really one of the things that I think, looking back, God used to draw me back to himself. Hmm. So on top of your testimony, what does being a Christian mean to you? Uh, everything. Uh, huh. uh, be, being a Christian is, is not just a philosophy. Um, it's not just a religion that I belong to. Um, it really is a relationship, and more than, than anything else, um, to be a Christian, uh, even as Jesus says, is, is to be known by the Father, right, and to know Him. So to have that relationship with the God who created me and the God who saved me um, is really what being a Christian is. It's relationship. Yeah, and we, I think a lot of the students will notice that if they listen to the Falk podcast, we've been asking you a lot of the similar questions, because I think... And in our opinion, it'd be cool to get two different Bible teachers' views on the similar subjects. So um, another one is, do you remember a time in your life where God, you know, like wasn't so close to you when you didn't have like an anchor to like just um, like uh, obviously be with and relate to? Do you remember a time in your life when that was happening? Yeah. Are you like there would be quiet times. There would be times I feel distant. Uh, since I've been saved, since 2001, but there mm -hmm. were also certainly times um, before I committed my life to Christ in 2001. Um, which one of those would better fit? Um, before 2001, like, like what was that? And then what, after you tell the story, what like brought you back to him? Sure. Um, there were, yeah, there was uh, probably a, really a 13 to 15 year period of time where, I, I lived with um, this presence of conviction, yet it wasn't enough to turn me back towards God. But um, uh, without going into too much detail, I often felt, no matter where I was, that 
uh, I didn't belong there, mm. right? Or that I shouldn't be there. It just didn't fit and I wasn't comfortable and I didn't have peace. Um, so oftentimes what that led me to do was to insulate or try to actually numb myself from feeling that conviction uh, by chasing after other things, just keeping life busy and yeah. keeping lots of things coming in and going out so that I didn't have to stop and really think about that. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah. sorry, with okay. that, how would you encourage students to stay close to God? Ooh, good question. Um, I think that the most important thing that I've learned uh, in the last 20 years now, to be close to God is to be honest with God. Um, Oftentimes we let our current circumstances um, separate us from God. Think of the story in the Garden of Eden. It says when Adam and Eve knew that they had sinned, the first thing they did was A, hide their bodies, but B, hide themselves from God. And it wasn't God who immediately kicked them out of the garden. It was they who hid from God in the midst of the garden. Hmm. Right, so God didn't change, but they did when they sinned. And had they just stayed where they were and waited for God to come in, he would have remedied their problem. Hmm. Right? So I think our tendency as Christians and especially as young people and Christians is when you have those moments of failure or whatever it is, it drives you away from God. And then you end up doing more damage because you're hiding from God because you feel ashamed or you feel guilty about what you've done. Well, God calls us to be with him in the midst of our sins so that he can fix it. Hmm. Yeah. So um, we're going to take a little detour off of that faith topic right now. We're going to go over to like your high school, college eras. Were you um, like a, were you studying biblical things in college or yeah. it was just like what, what, brought, what brought you to teaching? And, uh, sure, that Bible. was much, much later. So um, though it's not my proudest moment, I, I graduated from a continuation school. So I oh. was like barely hanging on through the high school years. So I, I did graduate, uh, got like a, a GED, a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it. And I was at that time, I was already working for a house painter painting houses. And that's actually what I did for the next 26 years mm. uh, was paint houses. So there was no college. There was no career. There was no Bible. Um, in 2001, 2002, I got saved. We, we really got involved with our church. I ended up uh, moving as the painter up to Hume Lake. So still doing the painting, but now in, within the, the confines of ministry or as a part of a ministry, um, and then when I was up there, I started meeting some people. Um, because I painted, I listened to podcasts all the time. Oh, yeah. Okay. And as I got saved, those podcasts became mm. Christian. And as I grew, they became more and more theological. I really learned that I really enjoyed that kind of stuff. And then uh, made a few connections up at Hume Lake. Uh, the guy that used to run the Gap Year program, Joshua Wilderness Institute, he really encouraged me to go back to school online. So that I got my associates in biblical studies just to get dip my toe in see if I liked it really fell in love with education and then from there I went to GCU got my bachelor's for teaching and then ended up here ultimately was there any other plan that you did have like if you were you just going to be a house painter or you you didn't want to do anything else yeah no nothing until uh I'd say in the last 10 years or so um yeah there was no there wasn't a grand plan I was following Hmm. Uh, so once I got up to Hume, that really opened up some more opportunities for me. 
what was how does life differ um, here than it does from Hume? Obviously, like the amount of people, but like, are there any different like things that you have to ad, um, adapt to? Um, yeah, here? Um, there's good and bad. Uh, hmm. Actually, just talked to my neighbor up there who was shoveling out his driveway, and he's like, "Oh, I missed seeing you while I was shoveled out the driveway, so I don't have to shovel snow anymore." That's helpful. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, it things are a little busier down here. Um, if there's any event that's going on out after work or after school, uh, it, it's quite a bit for us to drive to it and get back, and that's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything up at Hume is a, a two-minute walk away. Oh so. wow. Um, we know that during some of our classes, the boys especially enjoy talking about video games with you. <coughs> so Excuse on me. that topic, what is your favorite <coughs> video game? Oh, my favorite video game. Well, if we go by longevity, I, I've continued to play Minecraft for wow. me too. years and years. Drink. Okay. Yeah, sorry. You're I'm good. Start coughing. So he plays Minecraft. <coughs> Minecraft is such a Minecraft? I would not have expect that. Yeah. expected that. Yeah, I gotta show you my world. Do you play Bedrock or Java? Wow. What? Nothing. This is awesome. This is I actually play really Xbox. Cool. You play Wow. <laughs> so you're Bedrock? For I don't know. All is the students bedrock? out there. Yeah. He plays he plays Bedrock. Yeah. What's your gamer Sorry. tag? Just kidding. We're not gonna we're not no gonna do gamer, gamer tag. tag. Okay. Are video games something that you like? You really like? I didn't even know that. Yeah. About you. Yeah. You're really into yeah. video games? <coughs> I am. Um, I've played, uh, I just told one of the classes, like PlayStation 2 was the last like PlayStation I had. Um, So yeah, I've played since probably the late 90s. More than that, actually, my my brother and I, Intellivision, I don't know if you've ever heard of that, when the first Atari came out, Intellivision was a a gaming console, kind of a competing one. And we used to play a really crummy baseball game that they had on there but we would play an entire world series after every day when we got home from school all a best of seven series between the two of us so wow i wouldn't yeah. i never knew that yeah it's a time waster though you shouldn't oh um, that's true yeah back to the beginning of the school year questions i want yes. to know if any of your questions have or your answers have changed since we asked you what your favorite tv show was and you said the vintage simpsons have you yes. been watching any of the Simpsons recently? Not not much Simpsons, no. The Simpsons stay vintage because uh, I haven't watched many of them. And I'm really, um, other than sports, I'm really not watching a whole lot of TV. My wife and I have been dabbling in uh, Survivor. Survivor. Like for, for, we started watching and didn't realize that there had already been 43 seasons. I mean, we had heard about it, but we 43? didn't realize. 43 I, I didn't seasons, I think, something like that. So, yeah. That's quite a bit. But yeah, other than that, I'm not watching a whole lot of stuff. Hmm. So what, what is something that you do in your free time? Obviously, video games. Yes. You still play video games to this day? Oh, yeah. you still play yeah. Minecraft, yeah. yeah. And then, do you do anything else? Like, do you like... Um, I am just starting to dabble in woodworking. So Woodworking. Yeah, I like did the seventh grade project over Christmas break. I made a little breadboard. and oh, uh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so I'm just starting to play around with that. Does your, does your wife join you in any of those excursions? Uh, she will, from time to time, play video games uh, with me. Come back. Yes. Okay. Okay, that's fine. We can edit it. It's good. So let's restart. Okay. Does your wife join you in any of those endeavors, so to speak? Uh, yes, she will play. Um, oh, yeah, she will play Minecraft with me once in a while. But she is really into the Mario 
wow. uh, the new Mario worlds. Uh, you don't talk about Mrs. Butler very much in Bible class. Is no, she? What does she do? She's a. Um, she puts up with me. <laughs> she no. She is uh, incredible. Um, she works for Hume Lake Christian Camp still. Okay. They have an office here in Fresno, hmm. so she works in their finance department. Okay. And, and she is everything that is good uh, about me. That's good. And our family. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I, that's very good. You're a, are you a devoted husband, Mr. Butler? I am. That's very good. I am. How did you meet her? Where did that start? She was one of my really good friend's little sister. Oh, oh shoot. Yeah. So uh, we spent a lot of time together just as uh, the, the girl who was always there at my friend's house. And uh, then it, it grew into something really cool. And it's... You know, I don't want to take a ton of time, but that is one of the neatest things in my life is uh, neither one of us were saved Mm. uh, when we were together. And we were together for uh, probably six or seven years before we got saved. Yeah. And when we did finally get saved, we got baptized uh, together after that. So it was just within a few months of each other that we both accepted Christ. And how old were you when you were like like, uh, going over to her... her, um siblings house oh right? like 17 oh yeah. shoot yeah. okay so that's so like, like way back that's a long so we've we've been married for 25 years congratulations uh, thank you mm-hmm. we've yeah. been um boyfriend and girlfriend for i think like 32 years wow, wow. that's actually that's really awesome i think that's something a lot of students here can aspire to so would you say that she's one of the things that brings you the most joy in life like yes. and then are there any other things that would bring you joy in life like any uh um yeah, no, definitely my the my family in general, mm-hmm. and just having that. Uh, I'm thankful enough to have all three of my daughters living with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't planned, but it's turned out that way, and it's just been this neat opportunity to be able to to spend time with them a little bit longer. And um, what are your? How old are your daughters? Twenty three. Uh, my oldest is twenty three. My middle daughter is turning twenty today. And then Chloe is six today. So, yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, it's her birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, there you go. Um, um, you go. On the topic of hobbies, do you yes. have any book recommendations that you would recommend to students? Ooh, book recommendations. Well, um, I am re or I just finished. I finally read *Mere Christianity*. Oh. And it was a fantastic book. So that my most recent one uh, that I would recommend. Um, there is. No, you're no. good. I was uh, there is another. Uh, it, it's a little bit out there, but it's um, on the Christian imagination, and the, the title is escaping me right now. But it's a really neat look at how God uses uh, artistic people. That I've never, I'm not very artistic myself, and I absolutely loved reading it. And uh, if it comes back to me, I'll. I'll how let he you uses know. like people that can draw or yeah. like sing yeah, and stuff like, like that. Painters, musicians, uh, poets, that kind of stuff. What does it yeah. say about that? Like. Just that that uh, it, it is a medium. It's a medium of communication that God uses, mm-hmm. right? Which is every bit as much uh, expressive of who He is as the Scriptures. Not that they're on par with the Scriptures, but oh, yeah. it's like a, a mode of His communication to us about His beauty um, that mm-hmm. is inspired. As that is well. a, that's a really interesting take on that. I never thought of that. Um, and you don't do? Would you play anything? Do you sing at all in like your worship? Uh, I play or? guitar. Play I, guitar. Yeah, played guitar for a long time. Haven't played very much at all lately, mm-hmm. but did play on the worship team and did that kind of stuff. Okay. So, yeah. And um, I was going to ask you, 
what does family mean to you? Is that like was that like your core values? Like family is like the most important thing. Family comes first. Is that what how it works with you? Or yes, okay. yeah. I mean, you could say that for sure. I think uh, I mean that classic Christian structure of God, family, mm-hmm. uh, and then everybody and everything else. Right? Do you uh, like? Do you guys do? Uh, do you guys go to church on Sundays and do youth group on Wednesdays? And since you're a Bible teacher, do you do certain things with your family? Like, do you like uh, give them uh, devotionals on the weekends or anything like that? Or um, we used to a lot more uh, than we do right now. So mm-hmm. this this period of transition from Hume down into Fresno, um, honestly, I've allowed to disrupt a little bit of that. Yeah, uh, we used to, especially when the kids were little, we uh, did. We called it PSR, it was Pray, Sing, and Read, and we would do that every night, which was oh, wow. really cool. So just a, a couple of verses, we'd sing a couple songs, uh, and then we'd pray together. Uh, and hopefully, I mean, that's a really special thing for me. I hope the kids hold that as a really neat memory, too. Um, and we're bouncing bouncing around a little bit, trying to figure out exactly uh, where our church home is going to mm. be. So we're all the way out in Sanger right now. Wow. Uh, so we are, I've gone to Sanger Bible Church quite a few times and then but we've also gone to the well and just love okay the well so um on topic of humes of fresno what is yes. your favorite fresno activity yes. my favorite fresno activity it's got to be something with food in we it. have good food down here you have good food down here yeah oh, i didn't know that yeah i wonder yeah. about that uh heirloom eats heirloom heirloom i we i did recently That's a go fresno there Christian favorite. for the first yeah. time if you get the uh, tri-tip burger, <gasps> tri-tip burger, which I didn't even realize when I ordered it, I just saw tri-tip and I went for it. You but went for it's tri-tip. a regular cheeseburger with thinly sliced tri-tip on top. Oh my god! Yeah, that sounds really yeah, good. It's delicious. Is that it's, what you? It's probably nutritious too. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> is that your favorite place to go? Heirloom probably is. Um, we're big butterfish fans too. Like butterfish. butterfish. And the annex for special occasions. Oh yeah. Did they have? Are there any stores that they have down here that they didn't have up there? At Hume? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All we have at Hume was a general store, just a little, like, a shop mark. So, do you like, what's your favorite? Like, Trader Joe's, we got Save Mart, we got Target. Vons. Vons. I go to Save Mart a lot. Save Mart. I'm a big fan of Save Mart. And um, uh, do they have recreational things down there? Do they have, up there, obviously, do they have movie theaters? Do they have... Shopping malls? Do they have, or is it just super small, super no. confined? Yeah, it's just the camp. So it's the uh, the campgrounds facilities mm. okay. there, and then the general store. So we we had nothing. I mean, plenty snowshoe. We had the ice skating rink during the winter time. We had yeah. the lake during summertime. So all those kind of things. But yeah, nothing. No, mm. We're we're finally down in town. We, we like <laughs> it. We can go do things. Did you guys make drives down here? Mm-hmm. Um, well, That's where our grocery shop. So are you in, oh yeah, because you only had a yeah mm-hmm. general store. Oh, wow. So hour and a half, hour 40 That must have been away. like, you're like, get the bags ready. We're going to Safe Park. Yeah, you would. <laughs> it would be a big ordeal. Was that yep. once a week, or did you guys do it like once a month with a bunch of ice chests? And it, it, We did a little of both over the 16 years that we, that we were there. Oh, and the longer yes. we stayed up there, the more it was like we'd be down every week, sometimes oh, wow. twice a week, because you just got to get off the hill. So. Well, speaking of being up there, did you ever go, like, was it nice to be able to just, let's go to the mountains. Let's go on a hike. Let's go on... A bunch of those things. When we lived there? Yes. For sure. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Would go you... see the giant trees, exactly, go out to yeah. Buck Rock, go to Morrow Rock. Yeah. yeah. Was, that, was that a thing that you, I'm not going to say miss, but miss is the right yeah. word. Did you miss it about like being able to walk outside and see the beauty of nature? For sure. Yeah. And 
are you a big fan of like those things since you lived up there for so long do you really enjoy seeing god's creations and stuff like that i enjoy seeing it uh i enjoy the vistas oh. and the views i'm not a big hiker or camper yeah uh, i don't hate it we just don't we haven't done a, a lot mm-hmm. of it so. so we're gonna finish on one last question what was the, the what's the highest like what's the most the closest you've ever felt to god in your life like what's the high point with god in your life Hmm. Uh, there was it was probably early on um, definitely the the births of my second and third daughters were moments where I mean just having that they call it the miracle of birth but just watching that creation type event uh, with a re- already having a relationship with God is such a powerful thing. And then there was one trip home from a, a men's retreat that our church put on that was just uh, just some me and the Lord time in my truck driving back. It was about a 45-minute drive, and it was just the most uh, present I've ever felt the Lord. And just a real, just this sense of peace and uh Goodness, hard to even put into words, but that was mm. like uh, whenever, not that I get that question a lot, but whenever I think along those lines, that moment. Now, I don't know what it was. It wasn't anything really special. It was a neat men's retreat, and then I was just in prayer on the way home, but he just met me in a way that I had never experienced before. It was incredible. And what do you think about that? I know we said it was the final question, but one little <laughs> thing. Do you think... Um, I feel like a lot of students, I think for me at least, I'm going to get a little open here. It was really hard before I came to the school and before I hung out with like good people that like wanted me to be better and have a relationship with God. It's really hard to feel Jesus and the Holy Spirit. It's really hard to feel that. So how would you encourage people to like to get open to that? Um, just had a, dis- a little a discussion around this actually in the last period with a one-on-one with a student. I I believe, I don't know that there's a formula to it other than persistence hmm. would probably be the best way that I could say it. And think of the people that we read of in Scripture. It can feel like Abraham's life was marked by all these encounters with God. But what we lose, I think, oftentimes is there's 20-year gaps between when God gives him the promise of Isaac and Isaac is actually born. Like there's... These, these highlights of these people's lives that get recorded in Scripture, but it was not the norm for their existence. Mm-hmm. So more than giving someone a, a recipe on how to end up in that spot, I would say to, to walk uh, consistently and persistently with the Lord, and those, those moments will come at a time of His choosing mm-hmm. and in a place of His choosing. Wow, that's a yeah, that's a very good point. I'm, I think we're going to end it there. Thank you, Mr. Butler. We appreciate you coming out, spending your you time bet. with us, and uh, we look forward to um, our classes with you. Thank awesome. you, Mr. Butler. As well.